0: Welcome to the family with Andy Brant Bernard and Mike Bryant. We'll be right back. Hour two coming up next with the family.
1: What do you think, Mike? Sure. We can go ahead. We can give her another run. Um, let's see. The roads are now doing their back and forth thing right now where we've got some days. It's hot. Some days it's, it's really cold, um, and hot. I mean, like 20 degrees (laughs) to 30 degrees. But we're seeing, uh, you know, melting on the roads. So you're seeing slick roads in the morning, and anytime there's kind of those temperature changes, people have got to slow down and give themselves time because the roads just change way too much. You know, you you think about it when it's snowing. You think about it when the weather's bad, but or when it's super cold and you're just frozen. But the big thing is when those temperature changes, the roads get bad, and you got to slow down and give yourself time. Bradshaw and Brian.
0: Balls are automobile. No, I won't
1: do
2: it. <laughs> Tommy, I never believed it until now, but apparently, you're a pretty big deal.
0: Was there ever a question in your
2: mind? Well, you might say I was a doubting Thomas. See what I did there. Yes, how incredibly clever. Anyway, what's your point? Well, last month, I was trying to find you a car to replace the Mafia Mobile and suggested leasing a Nissan Altima as it was impossible to find your first choice.
0: I love that Altima, and I'm actually looking forward to checking out the all-wheel drive as soon as it's known.
2: Well, apparently, someone at Nissan was listening to us, and at this month, at Coon Rapid Nissan and Burnsville Nissan, we can offer short-term, 18-month leases. That's actually
0: pretty smart. By then, the chip shortage will be over, right?
2: Man, I hope so. The only chip shortage I want to hear about is Bilski dumping one into the bunker. <laughs> By the way, for the first time ever, Coon Rapids Nissan was number one in the state, and Burnsville was number two. Your Altima was actually one of the cars that put JLO on top.
0: To learn more about short-term leasing, stop into Burnsville Nissan or Coon Rapids Nissan. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Michael Bryan with us. Andy with us. Uh, Catherine and Alex are not here. They're out gallivanting, or I don't know. They're doing some damn thing, something. I know that. But such is life. I was kind of surprised that Tevin didn't show up, though. Where the hell's Tevin?
3: I told them that if he didn't want to come in, he shouldn't come in. Oh,
0: because of the yeah, okay. Yeah, I don't want to spread this around. I understand completely. Well, honestly, God, what I got, I'm kind of worried about it a little bit myself because I went on the air this morning. I could tell I got some little thing. It's no big thing yet, but some little thing. Because I, I get on the air and I go like, Yeah, anyway, how are you guys doing today? <laughs> and whenever I got that really, really deep voice, it's
3: like, I hope I'm not yeah, getting Yeah, for sick. me, it started with a sore throat. I mean, it's still basically a sore throat. but Yeah. Know. I suppose that's true. Kostaki's coming up in, what, about 20
0: minutes, somewhere in
3: there? Uh, Yeah.
0: I believe that's true, looking forward to that. Kostaki's always he's such a nice guy, don't you think oh, you think Kostaki's a nice guy? A very nice guy. I would think anyway. Um, so how were things going downtown Minneapolis? I did hear that uh, that there were some marches, but I didn't hear of any violence uh, did you hear yeah was there any violence?
1: i don't I don't think there's been any violence at all. there were, there was a lot of Good. people downtown on Saturday um and listen to the speakers the 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 father who spoke you know was saying you know we don't need to get into violence and um you know and and he actually said good things about you know there's good police officers you know and and so he he said a lot of things that were were i think um overall helpful i mean the the problem's always been that the group of, of agitators or group of people that get into you know a lot of the violence aren't the same people who are down there doing some of the protests. You know there are some just elements that just take advantage of all this. And hopefully it's too cold for them to do anything right now. Um, but you know it's it it seems like they were they were peaceful. Um, I I I sent you a text. I was supposed to go down and see um, what right. um, Sebastian. On Saturday, and decided, nah, I don't think I'm gonna go downtown just because I don't want to get involved in whatever's down there right now. Um, but overall, it seems to be peaceful. We got the trial started back up again for the three officers in federal court oh, after okay. the COVID break, and then you know we got the the fallout of I, apparently at the legislature today they're spending a whole day talking about no knock warrants and what we should do about them. Right. Um, and so you know, it's always there's those issues floating around, unfortunately.
0: The lawyers have an opinion on no knock.
1: Uh well, yeah, I mean, there's, there's, you know, it's part of the discussion. Um, you know, Saint Paul apparently hasn't used no knock warrants for a long time. Right. And this was actually in this case, it was the Minneapolis police carrying out a warrant for the Saint Paul police as part oh. of the Saint Paul investigation on a murder. Um, and so you know, it's 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 interesting, and there's. I think they said there's 106. They used 116 no-knock warrants last year, um, although some of them are under seal, so you don't know exact numbers. But oh, sure. Minneapolis continues to use them. They cut back on when they use them, but they continue to use them. And you know now the the mayor's put a moratorium on using them. And I I don't know. I I you watch Yellowstone, right? Yeah. Yeah, the first episode of Yellowstone, when those guys go in to get the cattle at night, I just think there's guns involved and people showing up like that. Somebody's going to get shot. And that's kind of the same feeling I got on this stuff, that, you know, when you go in with a no-knock warrant, there's a certain element of violence that's going to happen. And it happens so fast. It was – when you watch that video, it's so fast. It just – I don't know. I, I, I just wonder if, if other than against terrorists or, you know, something we consider super bad, I just don't know if we need them to be used. Yeah, you said how long has it been since St. Paul's used theirs? I, I think they haven't used one in like four or five years, Is, is oh, okay. if I remember correctly. Um, it's been a number of years that they stopped using no-knock warrants. Um and um you know they're they're meant to be done with surprise they're done at night they're done with guns drawn you know so they go in expecting that something's going to happen and and unfortunately in this case something did and it involves this guy that uh, you know for all that we've been able to tell has nothing to do with any of it other than he was the guy who ended up dead right he was
0: just staying with a friend or something is that what it was
1: I think it was his cousin. I I think oh, there is was, there was okay. some relationship to the person he was staying on the couch and um you know he kept the gun because he was a um I think he was a he was either a uh a a lift driver or a um he might have been a, a bite squad delivery and for just because of the violence going on in downtown Minneapolis that's why he carried the gun. Sure. Um and that's why he had it cuz you know, and I know lots of people that go downtown and they carry when they go downtown because of what happens there. And, um, you know, this is, this is, you know, you had guys coming through the door and, and it's, again, it's so fast. You watch that video. There was no time for anybody to recognize anything as far as who people were, or, you know, we're shooting the wrong guy.
0: No, see, that's, that's the argument that I would have. It doesn't sound like I'd be a fan of no-knock warrants. I don't know much about them, but from what you've told me, Michael, I don't think I'm a fan of those. But by the same token, that young man was carrying a gun because he was afraid of the violence in downtown Minneapolis and keeping himself safe. So we need cops for his side of it to keep downtown safe so he doesn't have to carry a gun. But we don't need, on the other side of it, people being shot to death for no reason. So yeah. there's always two sides to every story, but we don't do that as human beings, do we? we always go with the one side, and we totally ignore the other argument.
1: Well, th- this one's got some interesting things, because one of the heads of one of the gun groups came out support of of this guy having a right to have a gun and he shouldn't have been right. shot because of it. And that's created kind of a firestorm with some people it, there because yeah. it's like, well, but, you know, you, 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 sh- you can't say that. And it, it's what really bothered me about the Castillo case. You know, that was the, the guy who was shot in, in, in St. Anthony uh, that was, you know, shot by the police officer sure, that was on sure. video. I mean, that guy was telling the police officer, I got a gun, which is what you're supposed to do when you – that's part of, of concealing carry is you tell them I have a gun. And, um, you know, that bothered me that there weren't more gun people that came out in support of him. Yeah, I agree. Because you seem to be doing exactly what you're supposed to do. Um, but it's – it. I it, this is one of those cases, though, I, I don't know that there will be charges against the officer. Um, I think there's far more that needs to be done about the policy. Um, and it kind of, it bugged me that uh, a couple people dropped off the commission that's trying to look at these policies because they, they said that, you know, there's too much, too many problems. And I think that's the reason why you dig in and, and you push right. through it and you get a better deal. You don't run away because we got to stop this. You know, I, it, there's no reason this guy should be dead. You know, no,
0: I agree with you completely. I absolutely agree with you that we need to look at it, you know, from a better angle, I just, I really wish people would would at least try to look at things from several angles instead of just the angle they like. You should look sure. at all, again, what you just gave was a perfect example that, you know, the guy needs a gun because he doesn't feel safe downtown. Uh, we need to get that under control so he doesn't have to carry a gun. And if he didn't have to carry a gun, he wouldn't have had a gun with him, so he probably wouldn't have gotten shot. Yeah. I mean, there, are, yeah. there are a couple of different arguments there, and I, it's Terribly sad this young man is no longer with us, obviously. But we have to look at both sides of all arguments. We we just have to, otherwise, nothing ever gets done when, when you take that one side and you won't even hear the other side of it.
1: It's it's a bad it's bad thinking. Yeah. There's there's been discussions that apparently uh, the gun he has is pointed at an officer that's off to the left. Um, okay. And you come in and it would make sense, you know, guys come through the door, you, right. you, you pull the gun, because you, you potentially are going to use it. And, uh, and so, you know, I, I think the officers are doing exactly what they were, because they don't know who the guy is with the gun and they see right. the gun and the guy's pointed at somebody. And, you know, so I, that's the part of it that's just so sad about all of this is that, you know, the question, should they even be there to begin with in this circumstance, really? And it's not really about they're they're doing their job, just like he's right. protecting himself. And it's just it's just a bad combination. And that's that's why, you know, the Yellowstone thing came to mind on it, because I just look at it and I think someone's going to get shot in this circumstance, you know?
0: Right. Right. So do you think they'll get something done with this whole no, uh no knock warrant situation? Well that?
1: Oh yeah, I think that'll yeah, be taken I care think, of. I think we'll see that. I, I I think that there'll be some be changes and and um, and they'll tighten up when and if they should ever be used. You know. Yeah. Well, that does make sense. You know what's so amazing about
0: that is. Again, I grew up in a pretty rough area, but I had a good solid good solid friends and that my friends' parents watched over us and all that. My mother certainly watched over us. I've never been arrested. I've been pulled over by the police for speeding or whatever. Um, got talked to by the cops one time because my friend Roy and I—he had, had just gotten back from <laughs> Vietnam—and yeah. he, they, he, he chirped back at him, and he started getting his ass handed to him. And the cop just looked at me and said, "Tom, I'm just telling you, you can either answer my questions." And you can do, or we're going to take you back in that alcove over there and do the same thing to you we're doing to your friend. And I'm like, well, I don't know what you're doing to my friend. He goes, what does it sound like? <laughs>
3: I said, well, it doesn't <laughs> yep. sound
0: good. I, I will tell you that part. But I, I never had, even though, you know, I was a young ruffian hooligan from North Minneapolis, I never had a bad experience with a cop. They always were very even keel. Now I never had a weapon on me like a knife or a gun or even a billy club or anything. Having a weapon is a major problem. Now yeah. I can see why the young man wanted a gun with him. If he's going downtown Minneapolis, you probably do need a gun. I, I would. Th- I, I don't know if I'd go down there without a gun,
1: to tell you the truth. Yeah. You know. So, I, mean, I do all the just, time, but uh, yeah, I completely, but there's a couple times I've chosen not to do it, which is, right. the, you know, the option. Um, but yeah, you're right. I mean, there's a lot of positive experiences out there. And, you know, that's one of the things when the dad spoke yesterday, he said that he said there, there are good cops. I mean, and there's times, I mean, that's, that's. the the whole thing that came up in the Potter case, you know, with the idea that we give police officers special privileges to shoot people because that's needed as far as keeping the society Mm -hmm. safe. But at the same time, you know, we get these circumstances that they're just tragedies. And, um, you know, we'll find some more out about him as time goes on, but it just, it just, it shouldn't happen. I, whoever he is, that he shouldn't be dead. And but you can see right. and and you watch it on video, you know. Versus, versus, uh, you know, uh, in the past where you know there's just been reports and and uh, the big questions about what happened. So, I don't know. yeah, no so. question about that.
0: How how is uh, how is law enforcement around the country going? Are, are there
1: are, are there still like riots going on? And uh, I don't I, yeah. I don't think so. I don't think I don't there's think been there any riots around the country on with police stuff in the last couple of months, I don't think, but maybe I'm, you know, I, I don't monitor it, but from what I remember or what I've seen, I don't think I've seen any.
0: I just love the fact that they lasted the longest in Portland because they were having so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, really? Okay. Well, you know, what the hell, I guess, but I, yeah, look, I hope we someday get back Because now you have to remember, because I'm a bit older than Michael is, um, that I lived through the 67 riots. They were in my neighborhood, as a matter of fact. I don't want to go through this any more times in my life, to tell you the truth. I'm I'm good. I'd rather not go through these, these riots. I mean, how many businesses are going to go under because we will not protect the downtown area? We just won't do it. Yeah, Uh, You know, I mean, how much money is being lost? How many people are suffering mightily because their family business went up? I mean, even Stanley's across the river from downtown. He was on the national news this morning. The guy, you know, Stanley's over there in Norton, Stanley's Northeast. I love that place. They have lost 30 to 40% of their business because they're too close to downtown.
3: That is not good news. When we lived in Crystal, uh, whenever we had to drive into Minneapolis or through Minneapolis, Half of the buildings along that route are still boarded up after all this time because they were are just they destroyed really? and no one ever fixed them. Yeah, yeah that's how. And that's, that's how Lake Street that's is. That's
0: the. Go ahead. No, oh, that's just very quickly. That's how Lake Street is over on the east side of Lake Street. Man, that thing over by Minnehaha Avenue. There are boards and buildings kicked
3: in. Oh, yeah, and... it looks like the city has been abandoned in certain yeah, blocks. It does. It does.
1: Yeah and and you, you need people down there you know you need people for the safety you know it's 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 the big issue they got downtown minneapolis is they need people to go down there because the businesses mm-hmm. need the people to spend the money and they need to have all the people but you know, people don't or they've moved companies out of there, you know, there's and uh, people working from home and then people just simply not working, which, you know, going back to the first hour and our guy that w- that was interesting when he was talking about, you know, the, the how people have left jobs and what what are they going to do? You know, <laughs> are they going to come back right. or what are they going to do? You know how he kind of got off a little bit on that issue there, because there is that certain uh, percentage of the job market that's still apparently living on. I don't know what. You know why do you why do you
0: guys think it is that every every 50 years we have to burn down the cities in America man because it certainly seems like that's the case it was the 19 late 1960s now it's the early 20s so it's about I guess 55 years something like that but uh you know I was trying to think of the time before that uh, things weren't going too smoothly 50 years before that when we were talking 1917. Things were in a is it every fifty years people just have to lose their minds is that the problem <laughs> is here?
1: Yeah, maybe. I mean I don't it's know. a possibility.
3: It times out perfectly. I just kind of noticed that. I think <laughs> if you want to permanently ruin your perception of humanity, look up the rat utopia experiment. So basically what um, happened is the scientists took a bunch of rats and made a utopia for them where they had unlimited food and water. And they could just do whatever they wanted all day. They didn't have to worry about anything. And what happened, essentially, was that for no reason at all, they became very violent and destructive and destroyed their own utopia. Really? I think that has a lot of parallels to what is going on right now. Mm-mm. Is there an explanation why animals or humans would act like that? That makes no sense. I mean, you can't really say for sure what a rat's thinking. That's true. But I think a lot of it has to do with just the fact that how many hundreds of millions of years have animals, including our ancestors, their primary drive was to survive. So if yeah, you get true. rid of the need to survive, then a lot of them have no drive whatsoever and they don't know what to do and they just kind of go insane. So if someone's just sitting in, you know, their food's taken care of, their income's taken care of, they don't have anything to do all day, they just kind of go nuts and become, it's like a dog that's been left at home for too long. They're just going to start chewing up the couch and destroying things because they don't know what else to do. I love that so much when the guy gets home and there are two dogs, two big dogs in the house and the house is just trashed
0: and one dog's just sitting there looking at the front door. And they can't find the other dog. They go into the kitchen, and there he is with the top of the wastebasket around his neck. <laughs> 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 it's not going to be too hard to figure out who did all this, Pally. But why don't we take a break here, because we've got Kostaki coming up in just a couple of minutes. we right, be right back with yeah. Kostaki Economopolis. Tom here for Shift Real Estate. Last year, about this time when we were making plans for Key West, I met the folks from Shift Real Estate. And when I heard the Shift story... Ladies and gentlemen, remember, all MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener's special square. Check out this flash sale on the Giza Dream sheets. It won't be around for long. There are also deep discounts on all other MyPillow products, too. Enter promo code TOM, T-O-M, or call 800-516-5146 for these great radio specials. We are back. Let me know when Kostaki's ready to go, Andrew. He is ready. Works for me, baby. Kostaki Economopoulos, how are you, sir?
4: I'm good. I'm excited. Super Bowl week. This is big time. Are
0: you at, well, you're at the Super Bowl because it's in your hometown.
4: That's right. I'm going over that way, uh, well, Wednesday through Friday for sure. Tomorrow I'm still sorting out. I'm uh, I'm excited. (laughs) I got some interviews with some big shots and, uh, it's going to be fun. I mean, it's a big week for a NFL joke writer. I mean, it's like my Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. You still um, at the
4: beat? No, that was fun, though. It was good to <laughs> run around. Wait a minute. What's this? He saw pictures of me and the family running around the beach this weekend. It was good. Yeah, yeah that big shot. kid of
1: yours is growing up. Holy to moly.
4: I know, right? both of them the 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 older kid is a crazy giant it's (laughs) i can't believe how big she got yeah so it's almost the end of you know valentine's day is the day after super bowl it's going to be the greatest gift ever to my wife i love you honey and football season is over
3: (laughs) you never have (laughs) to hear about this for another six months or so that's right six more months
4: right that's right we
3: got we got the draft in june
4: yeah that's that's true true. (laughs) that's true there are some things and this this crazy league man i I mean there's this there's news every week it's this week might be the biggest news week in nfl history see how much stuff is going on uh alvin kamara arrested for battery in a nightclub incident this weekend yep i didn't know you could charge kamara with battery he's been beating the falcons for years (laughs) oh see let's put this guy away they should charge God. the Washington owner with battery. He's given the whole league a black eye. <laughs> oh. God. And then we had this, of course. If a, tree, if a tree falls in the forest and no one is around to hear it, uh, it still gets better ratings than the Pro Bowl. Uh, <laughs> at least the tree hit something. So, Does anybody no watch the Pro Bowl? Pro Bowl? There's no tackling. It's like watching a Jets game.
3: I didn't even know the Pro Bowl was still around.
4: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's still did around.
1: You, do you see that thing that Kirk Cousins did yesterday in the Pro Bowl? No, what's that? Oh, he, he attempted to throw a pass and it was it was not good. It was it was not good at all. So so he Cousins did not do very well. Pro Bowl.
4: Is he the yep. is he in the top six quarterbacks in the world right now?
1: No. He doing I, think,
2: there?
4: I think it's who's left that wants to go to the Pro Bowl. Right. Right. Oh, goodness. The Pro Bowl is like network TV version of Debbie Does Dallas, except uh, (laughs) that that would feature more people from Dallas. (laughs) You know, it just killed Deshaun Watson to miss out on a game of two-hand touch. That must have been. (laughs) Oh, well. (laughs) There's so much to cover. The Washington Commanders, that's news since I talked to you guys last. How can they be commanders? They don't even have a freaking quarterback what are you talking about a whole you know they're gonna shorten it by one too many chiefs not enough indians am i right everybody (laughs) see oh see (laughs) See? god i had to look it up commander's actually a navy ranking uh which makes sense for for an organization that's completely out to sea (laughs) uh they're supposed to be in charge of the semen, an organization charged with widespread sexual harassment and min- misconduct. They can't control the semen. They're not <laughs> qualified. And then we you got. You know, we talked whole-
0: about this, Kostaki.
4: You talked about this?
0: And there is no question because would you just, you know, because a commander is a semen. So they're going to either be to the Philadelphia, New York giant people, they're going to be either the Chicago semen, I mean, excuse me, the Washington semen or the Washington cum one of the two
4: <laughs> either way that's right <laughs> well it's going to happen i guarantee it cuz that's it's what it's going to happen that's right that's right <laughs> and of course we got this huge gigantic story this week the former dolphins uh coach Brian yeah. Flores suing the nfl for racial discrimination and hiring among other things he said the owner offered him 100 grand per loss and he refused uh, biologically, it's not that weird to ask a dolphin to take a dive. All right. That's corny. Uh, hey, Stephen Ross, you need a lackey for hundred grand per game? I am totally available to drive the dolphins into the ground. Yeah. I will, oh God, I will yes. call a quarterback sneak on every play if you want. Uh, I also am worried about the integrity of the game, but I'm more worried about the integrity of my bank account. Let's talk.
0: The integrity of my bank account. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. So what what is Flores charging him with? He's charging him with racism or something?
4: Yeah, it's a little bit unclear exactly what the verbiage is, but it's, yeah, it's essentially racism, you know, systemic racism in the hiring of the head coaches.
0: But he is Um, a head
4: coach. Well, Well, he was. Yeah. He was, and he was certainly in the mix to become a head coach again. There were, I think, nine openings Uh, This season Um, But it didn't happen And a lot of interesting things are sort of coming from this Hugh Jackson implied That he was paid for losses when he was the head coach of the Browns He stepped back from that a little bit But here's my question How could the Browns pay people for losses And still be in business for the love of God (laughs) Oh my God They would be going broke When when they say the Browns ownership paid for losses They mean signed Baker Mayfield Is that what they meant (laughs) Oh I like it And I love this story. In the middle of all of this are texts from Bill Belichick. He sent a text to the wrong Brian congratulating him before (laughs) the interview (laughs) happened. At least Belichick isn't racist. He gets Flores and Dayball confused. Couldn't be any (laughs) further apart visually. (laughs) Belichick doesn't see color or sleeves, apparently. Um, I. I assume now that Belichick has fumbled, he won't let himself play for two weeks. Is that what happens? <laughs> Why, hey, Bill? I text. <laughs> hey, Bill! Please double check the recipient before sending any dick pics. Thank you. I've signed everyone for the love of God. <laughs> I've like been through COVID. I can't survive a Belichick dick pic. Oh. Of course, for Belichick, a dick pic is just a selfie. Am I right, everybody? Come Thank on! Oh. See, he got there. <laughs>
1: You got there, yeah.
4: Now, now this is a true story. <laughs> my wife's name is Krista Miola, and her brothers are named Christian Miola and Christopher Miola.
0: Chris, Chris, and in and my Chris.
4: phone, I have Krista Miola, and then I have brother Christopher Miola <laughs> and brother Christian. So I don't do some crazy thing. Right. Yep. Right. right? Bill's got to fix his phone. He's got to put... <laughs> Black Brian and White Brian in there? <laughs> he does. Miami Brian, Buffalo Brian, something. What are you doing? <laughs> See, I'll never have this problem. I'll never get a text from Belichick and have to type, do you have the right Kostaki? That's true. That's nice. That'll never happen.
1: So what? what is your bet that uh, that Elway was actually disheveled?
4: Oh, I'd say yes. <laughs> yep. Based on what we know, that was one of the claims that Elway showed up disheveled and hung over. And Elway had a, you know, he said, hey, we flew all night to make sure we could interview this guy. So who knows? I mean, well, I, I, have, to, I have to say Flores does seem credible and like he cares about the details of stuff. So I believe yeah. Flores, but you never know. I mean, maybe he's exaggerating that part.
1: Well, El, Elway did say, Elway said that he was prepared and he listened. But he did not say he was not disheveled.
4: <laughs> yeah, I think well, you're an old success. Of course, you're drunk sometimes. <laughs> I,
3: you know. well, I think your disheveled well, status is not up to you to determine anyway. I think it's like yeah, other it, people tell you whether or not you're... It's, just, it's like if you're cool. You can't say you're cool. Other people <laughs> have to choose that for you. <laughs>
4: There's so much news; it's unbelievable. I can't believe Jackass Forever isn't a documentary about Antonio Brown. There you go. Yeah, you got that right. It came out Friday. I thought it was released by the Bucks last month. Hmm. <laughs> uh, we got the Super Bowl halftime show lined up. Some big stars, man. Uh, quick personal note: I was angry once, and I was I was listening to Eminem to kind of you know work through it. Compared to that guy, I wasn't angry at all. That guy's, <laughs> that guy's angry. Eminem in the halftime show, to honor his hometown Detroit Lions, he's going to perform the unofficial team song, Lose Yourself. (laughs) Dr. Dre (laughs) performing, he's the only Dr. Aaron Rodgers will listen to. (laughs) Here's a question. How can the NFL drug test their players and then book Snoop Dogg? Yeah, well, it's interesting. It's like painting end racism in your end zone and then screwing over Brian Flores. <laughs> <laughs> the magic eight ball invented in Cincinnati. Did you guys know that?
1: Did not. Yeah.
4: And for three decades, when you asked if they were going to the Super Bowl, it would say, outlook, not good. <laughs> well, that'll happen. Before this year, the Bengals had the longest drought in American sports. Their last playoff win was against the Oilers.
2: Yeah. Oh the Ooh. Oilers
4: don't even exist. Who who did they beat before that? The Steagles? The <laughs> <laughs> Baltimore Colts? The the Louisiana Territory Wildcats? <laughs> <laughs> the Gir- Raptors.
0: Oh, you want the an extra Pangea
4: one? Cardinals.
0: Want a good one for, for further on in the day?
1: Sure,
0: the Duluth Eskimos. Oh, that that's was an NFL
4: one, right? That
0: that's is. a real NFL team. Yep, it was. I they I
4: looked up a list of some of the real ones. These are a couple of the real ones Kenosha Maroons, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Akron Pros. There were some funny ones, really.
2: Yeah.
1: Didn't the es- 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 Eskimos win the first Super Bowl? Yeah, I, I don't think, think was- so.
4: Well, the hey. Super Bowl, this first Super Bowl was one of these teams that we know. It was, what was it? Packers or Chiefs or something. Uh, that's Bowl fairly one. new. I Let's mean, that was only here. 56 years ago. Yeah, right? great.
3: But Packers, Chiefs. Packers won thirty-five ten. 10 Okay. That was yeah. A long time ago. You might be talking about the NFL championship.
1: Well, Yeah, they won something, I think. The first something Super Bowl
3: wasn't until 1967. Right. So right. There, there was a lot of uh, other championship games long before that, but. God, there were there's a lot of defunct NFL franchises. Oh, sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Like the New York Giants, apparently. <laughs> there are multiple I like it. hmm. No, I mean it literally <laughs> says New York Giants right on this list of defunct franchises. Oh, really? it was a prior name yeah. in yeah. a prior universe. It's very interesting. It back. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, we had the Red Jackets and the Marines, Minneapolis. That's cool. The 19, Marines? That was one? Yep, the Minneapolis Marines, 1921 wow. to 1930. Really? Yeah. Who knew? I didn't. That's interesting.
4: Yeah, uh it's this there's, there's just so many great stories this week. I just can't get my head around all of it. The the Rams last Super Bowl was uh 4 years ago. They lost 13 to 3. Uh Who did um, they lose to? <laughs> <laughs> some some douche named Tom, I don't know oh that's nice we've retired that's this nice. guy, we're moving on <laughs> <laughs> they only scored three, that's three more points than I scored, Rams and yeah. I was on the couch <laughs> Maroon 5 played that year, even Maroon got five, the Rams yep. got three <laughs>
0: Maroon God tw- five
4: get out of my house <laughs> in 12 years with the Lions Stafford went zero and three in the playoffs yep. uh, and this one year with the Rams he's gone three and oh location okay. location location I'm not an expert but I think it's better to play for the Rams seems like it seems like what is I the thought- problem with Detroit
0: I they got all the money in the world what the hell's the problem
2: it's a good
4: question. in a, in the in a league built for parity, you'd think they would be north of terrible once in a while. Well, <laughs> they spent <laughs> draft picks on wide
1: receivers that didn't turn out. That's true. Oh, was that it? Like really three really. in a row, right?
4: Yep. Those are some big names too at the time.
1: Yep. Who, I just who, do saw I, uh,
4: who do you think? I think I think it's the Rams. I think they're the better team. Although, you know, the Bengals story is great. If they won, I, I would be happy for them, you know. But I think if the if the game's not close, it'll be because the Rams defense beats the hell out of the questionable offensive line. That's the true. Bengals.
1: But it's going to Burrow's going to be uh, the shot at the first one to win the Heinzman and the and the Super Bowl and the National Championship. Nobody's done that combo apparently.
4: Oh, wow. Is that yeah. right? That seems like something somebody would have done somewhere.
1: Well, a lot of Heinzman. Sh- Winners don't do it at quarterback. You know they—they they don't even—they're not even very good pros. A lot of the right. high school winners, you know. So you know, and but, I was
4: surprised to see it's a very short list of people who have won the national championship and the Super Bowl. Yep. Yep. It's it's basically what uh, Joe Montana and uh, and Joe Namath, I believe. Joe Namath. Yeah. List. Yep. This could be the third Joe. Yep. But Which I mean, is for Stafford. The-
1: the amount of points that the Rams scored against the Patriots. <laughs> what?
4: What was that stat? Bring that points. by me again. His yeah. uh, glory days. He's living his glory days over there. Oh, he is. Yes. Okay. Okay. Back yeah. when he had the best quarterback in the world to root for. That's over.
1: It's yep, all over. It I don't know. Matt Daddy looked good yesterday in the Pro Bowl.
4: That's okay. <laughs> all right. You can have him. I'm not scared of him. Yeah. He he does appear to be like he's going to be the real deal. So I I mean he's fine. I re, he's he seems like a good kid. Right. Oh goodness. All right. How about a couple more fun facts and then I'll, I'll call it a day. I love fun uh, facts. All right. Uh, t- oh, instead of, here's an idea and then a fun fact. Instead of Omaha, I hope one of the quarterbacks in the Super Bowl just repeatedly yells Alexa just to screw with all of us. <laughs>
3: that would be south park did that once did they yep cartman was just kept telling alexa to do different things so the viewers uh alexa's would freak out
4: oh i didn't (laughs) know that that's (laughs) (laughs) great that's terrible clever that's right that's clever
3: uh, all
4: right all right here's their fun fact 1.5 million people will call in sick the day after the super bowl this one's for you bryant uh the Falcons super bowl was five years ago now i'm still sick <laughs> <laughs>
1: chronic falconopathy
2: oh although
1: you went to work you were on the podcast the next day mm. i went to work
4: i, I yep. wrote one of my darkest jokes ever that night and i went to bed yep. at least when you're a falcons fan you slit your wrist you get to die in your own team colors <laughs> No, wait a minute. What what was this uh, I
0: should hear about? So what was this?
3: (laughs) It was the worst Super Bowl out of the 56. (laughs) Well, there you go. Oh, was that the one where they were like at the – there were one inch from the end zone and decided they didn't want to win? No, that
1: was the Seattle game. Oh, that that was was Seattle
4: Super Bowl
3: win. Oh, okay.
4: It did go to overtime.
3: (laughs) (laughs) He's and the team with well. the best
4: offense in the league didn't touch the ball in the overtime of the championship game. Does that seem like a good way to settle things? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I heard all about this in your podcast uh, last <laughs> week. <so>. <laughs> <laughs> He's the best of all time. I grant you this. <laughs> He's gone. Bye-bye. Oh, that
0: sounded very sincere. He's the oh, best missing, of I'm all missing. time. Maybe
4: she could play more. I wish she wasn't around. Bye-bye. I
0: understand. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is wrong? There's something wrong with you. i I'd just like yeah, to point that little,
4: out. Yeah, a little giddy today. All right, so you guys tell me what happens in this Super Bowl. What do you got, Tom?
0: Um, I mean, The only problem I have with picking the Rams is that I have to pick a former NFC North division rival, which I don't really care to do, but then Cincinnati is boring. I gotta, I gotta go with LA. Cincinnati just seems too boring to me. That's right. That's right.
4: You chose well. It's gonna be right. All right,
3: Andy. What do you got? Who are you picking the Super Bowl, Andy? So football—that's the one with the pointy ball, right? That's the one with the pointy ball. That's
0: exactly right. I love that. It all works out in the end. Uh, so basically, we got what Rams, Rams, and Rams out of three out of the four guys.
4: Yeah, they're favored. They're they're the better team. But you never know. Joe Burrow God, could go we... bananas. Would you? Would you be shocked to be through four touchdowns? This no. Kid, he's, he's no. Good. He's, he's got a lot going. So. But I
1: got—I uh, lost uh, two hundred dollars the last time the Bengals were in the Super Bowl to Joe Montana, and so I want to get those two hundred dollars back. In Cincinnati, <laughs> we want them to win. So.
2: You want what Cincinnati to Nineteen
1: eighty-seven or something? It was eighty-one. Oh my goodness.
4: Yep. Yep. I didn't have two hundred dollars. I was a senior in high school. I was going <laughs> to say you don't look old enough to be betting two hundred dollars in nineteen eighty-one. Yep. No, it was not good. It was not good. So,
0: doesn't sound too good. No, Andy,
1: I think it was, I eat popcorn for a week.
0: <laughs> oh, there's nothing wrong with that. I'd love to eat popcorn for a week if I could get away with it.
1: Mm. Catherine would never put Joe up with
4: Montana, it. I he was
1: a, He was an upstart at that point. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought Boomer had everything going for him. <laughs> Yeah, Boomer was a good uh,
0: quarterback, though. You got to admit, Boomer was it. This Joe Burrow, he, he he is going to win a few Super Bowls, and that? that kid's going to be great.
4: Well, he sure looks it. Looks early, Looks good early. God, he does.
0: I, I wish was he was, was my he about, quarterback. What is he? Sixteen years old? For Christ's sake!
4: He looks like he's yeah. about twelve. Know. He does look ridiculously young. And then the combination of that plus the swagger—it's it's kind of an interesting. It's hard to believe that you could have that much. Like, I got this in your body when you're that young, you know?
0: Right. No, I agree with you. Absolutely. Good for him. All <laughs> right, pal. Is that going to do it?
3: That's going to do it. I'm, I'm,
4: I'm signing it. It off. Who's better and, than you? I'll, hey,
3: these are good questions. Joe from Louisville <laughs> says, "Tell them Cincinnati." I don't know what that means. Oh, okay. All right. Who says that? Joe from Louisville. Oh, oh, he says, "Tell them." He say, knows they, the
0: they stuff. Say, from, he's going he's Cincinnati. You pick. Hmm. All righty, boys. Fold up the tent. We'll talk to you uh, the day after the Super Bowl.
4: Yeah, we'll do the uh, we'll do the wrap up about the game that was. Enjoy, enjoy the enjoy the big game.
0: Yes, have a great time. Thanks, Kostaki.
4: See you guys. Bye.
0: That is going to do it. We will talk to you tomorrow with the family.